Uh, well, my name's Kramer, and I just want you guys to know I feel so incredibly honored to come here tonight and be with you all. I will knock this over if I don't move it. Um, but it's just such a privilege to come and be a part of what God is doing in this community. And I just want you guys to know that what the Holy Spirit is doing in and through you guys does not go unnoticed. So just thank you so much for the gift to come and be a part of what you guys are doing. I feel hugely blessed and honored to come and hang out with you guys tonight. Quick little info on me. I'm married to the most wonderful woman in the whole world, Alyssa Payne. She's chilling up here in the front row. We're going to be married. Yeah, you can clap it up. Yeah. Guys, if you're not married yet and you see someone cute in here, I'm just saying, okay? <laughs> Highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. But uh, we pastor a community called Generation Church where we get to serve high school and middle school students here in Gate Harbor. Uh, it's through Harbor Christian Center. So if you ever think of us, you can be praying for us as we continue to do what we feel like God has called us to do. But tonight, we're going to spend a little bit of time in the Bible together. And if you're taking notes tonight, the title of this message and what I'm calling it is Into the Deep. Into the Deep. And I believe that God wants to speak to all of us tonight. And maybe you're new to a space like this, and you got invited here, and you're showing up tonight because you heard that there was going to be pancakes. My Lord, does it smell good in here, okay? Man, last time I came, you guys were like making some homemade soup, and now you got pancakes and bacon and sausage. Wow. But anyways, I believe God wants to speak to us tonight uh, through his word. So if you've got a Bible or a Bible app, you can pull those out. We're going to be in Luke chapter 5. Verses 1 through 11. Maybe you've heard this story before. Maybe you've never heard it before in your life. But I believe that God wants to speak to us tonight through his word. If you don't have either of those, Rachel's going to throw up the scripture on the screen so you can just follow along. This is what the Bible says. On one occasion, while the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake and he saw two boats by the lake. But the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into the one of the boats, which was Simon Peter's, he asked him to put it out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon Peter, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon Peter answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing. But at your word, I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish, and their nets were breaking. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, son of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon Peter, do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching men. And when they had brought their boats to the land, they left everything and followed him. So in this story, we've got Jesus. And most of the time when Jesus is in town, there's huge crowds around him. The Bible records there's such a big crowd that the dude's got to hop into a boat, shove off a little bit away from the, sh from the shore so he can see all of the people. 
and Jesus is teaching the people. And after he's done, the Bible says that he looks over to his homeboy Peter, one of the fishermen there, and says, hey, why don't we go out into the deep, and why don't you drop your nets? And Pete's like, what? Jesus like, we just fished all night, and we ain't got nothing. But then he's like, okay, I guess you're Jesus. So at your word, I'll let out the nets. So Peter reluctantly lets down his nets, and then the Bible records that there's such a large number of fish that are caught that the nets begin to break. And there's such a large number of fish that are caught that Peter has to wave over the neighboring boats to come and help with this catch. And then after he does that, the Bible records that these boats begin to sink because there's so many fish. And at this time, Peter looks over to Jesus and he says, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. I can't be in your holiness, Jesus. You're too good. You're too awesome. And Jesus responds and says, don't be afraid. I'm going to make you fishers of men. And then the Bible records that they get back to the shore. Once the boats get there, all the fish, they leave everything and they follow Jesus. Friends, tonight, I don't know what you came in here with, but I believe that God wants to speak to all of us in this room through the words that we just read. But before we go any further, would you guys just pray with me real quick? Jesus, we thank you so much for this time to be together as a community of young people. Holy Spirit, would you have your way in this place tonight? Would you speak to us tonight, Lord God, through your word? Would I disappear and Lord Jesus, would you speak and would you have your way? God, we thank you that you're with us and that you're for us. Would you open our minds and our hearts to whatever it is that you have? Lord, we thank you so much that the Sonics are coming back in 2019. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Amen. Guys, did you see? They passed it. Soto Arena 2019. Anyone excited? No. No Sonics fans in here. There we go. Praise the Lord. Um, Okay, last time I was here, I said, man, you know what I love? I talked to you guys about boats. You probably don't remember that, but that's okay. But there's another thing that I love in life, and I love, like, building stuff, like, with my hands. Like, I love, like, kind of getting a little dirty, like, crafting something out of wood, like, making it, like, look all fun, like, sanding it down. Like, I love building out of, like, oh, it's so awesome. Like, I like being a handyman, okay? The only bad thing is I'm just, like, an awful handyman. Like, if you ask my wife, it's like, what are you doing? Like, if, like, a little frame, like, we need to, like, hang it in our house, like, don't give me the hammer, okay? Like, just, like, pounding my thumb. Like, Alyssa does all the handy womanish stuff in the house, all right? But that's okay. I'm awful at it, but that doesn't mean I can't love to do it, right? But I remember a time when I was eight years old, and my dad wanted to build, like, this really cool headboard and footboard for my mom's birthday to surprise her. And he was like, Kramer teach you how to do this, and it's going to be great, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, father-son bonding, this is going to be amazing, so he's like, okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to build it, and we're going to surprise mom, and it's going to be awesome, so we, like, go into the garage, and we're crafting this headboard, and it's, you know, pretty large, and this footboard, and it's pretty large, we're, like, sanding it down, and staining it, and it's awesome, and at my parents' house, to get up to their bedroom, you got to go up a, a flight of stairs, So we get done building it, and it's awesome. Like, I did nothing, but my dad made me feel like I did everything. It was, like, great. And we, like, get 
to the stairs, and he's like, all right, son, like, I'm going to need you to help me like, carry it up the stairs. I'm like, Psh, Pop, you kidding me? Like, I'm a yoked eight-year-old kid. Like, look at this physique, okay? And he's like, all right, like, I'm going to need you. And I was like, okay, Dad. So he, like, stacks the headboard or the footboard on top of the headboard, and he, like, picks it up, and I'm on the other end. And we're just about to go up the stairs, and he goes to pick it up. Well, low-key, as he picks it up, he, like, picks me up with it. So I'm, like, my feet are, like, dangling like this, and I'm just, like, holding the footboard, like, I got you, Pop. Like, yeah, it's fine. And he's, like, carrying the whole thing up the stairs, and we get into the bedroom, and he's like, whoo, Kramer, couldn't have done that without you. And I'm like, I know, man, gosh. Like, eight years old, right? But I remember having this thought that my dad enabled me to do things that I couldn't normally do on my own. That my dad enabled me in his own strength to do things that day that I couldn't normally do on my own. Did you guys know that God wants to enable you to do things that you couldn't normally do on your own? That he wants to enable you in your life to do things that you could not otherwise do in your own strength. I love this story in Luke chapter 5 because I really believe that it can speak to all of us, wherever we're at. I believe that this passage of Scripture is to call us to open our eyes to the fact that God is way bigger than we could ever imagine. We need only give Him enough room to work in our life, and we only need to listen to where He is calling us. I'd like to take the next few minutes to talk about this idea that I believe that Jesus is calling each of us into the deep. That he is calling each and every one of us in this room into the deep. And to me, the most incredible part of this story in Luke chapter 5 is that Jesus meets Peter right where he's at. Like, Jesus rolls up on where Peter is. Like, you don't see Peter, like, rolling up to where Jesus is. No, Jesus rolls into Peter's neighborhood. He rolls into what Peter's already doing, into Peter's situation and circumstance. And he starts helping Peter right where he is, with right what he's got in front of him. I think sometimes, as Jesus followers, especially as young people, we get so caught up in being somewhere else for God, in wanting to be somewhere else for God, that we lose sight of the fact that God wants to do something incredible in our lives right here and right now. That God wants to do something in you right where you're at. I love that in this story, Jesus tells Peter, hey, set out, go out into the deep and let down your nets. And I love Peter's response at first. I feel like it would totally be my response. Maybe, maybe some of your responses where it's like, Psh, what? You want me to do what? Jesus, I just stayed up all night trying to catch me a little minnow. I ain't got nothing. There ain't no way that you're going to get me to go back in my boat and go try and catch another fish. But then, you know, Peter's like, oh. He like kind of wises up like, oh man, like Jesus, like king of everything, like probably should listen to what he says. So Peter's 
response next, and I love it, is, all right, at your word, Jesus, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go set out the nets. At your word, Jesus, I'll go to wherever you're calling me to go. At your word, Jesus, I'll do whatever it is that you're calling me to do. And then look what happens. Look what happens when Peter does what Jesus is calling him to. The Bible records that there's so many fish that the catch is so big that he's got to wave over another boat. That the catch is so big that the nets begin to break. They begin to tear. The catch is so big that the boat begins to sink. Look what happens when you listen to where God is calling you. Look what happens when you listen to Jesus calling you into the deep. Incredible things happen, don't they? But I love, I love Peter's heart. I love his response as his boat's starting to sink. He looks at Jesus and he says, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. You see, in that moment, Peter was awestruck at the miracle that just happened before him. And his first response was to realize his own insignificance in comparison with the greatness of God. That God cannot do a work in us and through us until we realize our own insignificance in comparison to the goodness of Jesus. That He can't do anything with us until we realize we can't do anything without Him. Did you know that that the King of everything, that Jesus... He wants to be in relationship with you. I imagine many of you in this room right now are are trying to actively seek a relationship with Jesus. How awesome that is that he desires to be in relationship with us. But he desires so much to be calling us into the deep in our daily living. In our everyday eating, drinking, breathing, and everything that we do, He desires to call us into the deep, to the life that He has for us. And that if you and I can really listen to this call into the deep, and we listen to Him say, hey, put out your net. Go out into the deep and put it out to where I've called you. And if our response is, that's your word, Lord, At your word, whatever it is that you have, whatever it is that you have for my life, no matter how uncomfortable, no matter the fact that I don't even know where I'm going, at your word, I'll do what you've asked of me. And then at his word, Jesus does a work that is so big and so incredible that it breaks through and tears through everything. You see, God's miracles and God's works, they can't be contained. They can't be shut out. His works, just like the nets in this story, they're going to tear open. They're going to tear open all the areas of your life and all the areas of my life. And if we start to live like this, if all the the people in this room at Thrive on a Thursday night start to live like this, then all of the sudden, we're going to see this community change. We're going to see this city change. We're going to see this county change. We're going to see this state change. And it's all because a group of young people got together and said, you know what? 
At your word, Jesus, I'm going to go to where you're calling me. I'm going to set out into the deep to whatever it is that you have for me. I love the end of this passage in Scripture. I love that the Bible says in in verse 11, it says, And when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. What? Are you kidding me? Like, this is probably the greatest day of homeboy Peter's life. Okay? This was probably the biggest catch of fish that Peter had ever seen. This was probably the biggest catch of fish that this town had ever seen. Peter probably could have retired off of the catch of fish that came in that day. This was everything Peter had ever dreamed for, hoped for, planned for. This was everything that he ever wanted. But there was something different in the depths of Peter's heart. Peter wanted to go into the deep. And the only way to get there is to leave everything and follow Jesus to where he's calling us. And if we want to be a group of young people who follow Jesus into the deep to where he's calling us, then we got to do what it says in verse 11. We got to leave everything and follow him. Because when we do that, when we leave all the stuff that's holding us back, when we leave all the things in our life and we go from a place of feeling like, you know what, I can do this on my own, to a place of, you know what, I just want to go, I just want to follow Jesus. This full life with Jesus is going to be, and I promise you, far more amazing and incredible and earth-shattering than anything that you could have ever dreamed up for yourself. See, friends, I really truly believe that, that these are unprecedented times as Jesus followers. I believe that we're going to see in this generation a work of God that is so explosive. I believe that we're going to see in this generation leaders upon leaders, upon leaders that are going to restore the local church to more in the vision of God than we have ever seen before. But we can't do that, and that can't happen unless a group of young people on a random Thursday night at a place called Thrive, stuffed full of pancakes, decide to say, you know what? I'll go into the deep. And if we respond to where God is calling us, and he's saying to all of us, put out into the deep. Put out into the deep. Stop being afraid. Trust me, I've got you. And put out into the deep and let down your nets of grace and truth and love. Because I'm going to bring you a catch that is far greater than you've ever seen. And then all of a sudden, we're going to see these works of God and we're going to have to call over the other churches. We're going to have to call over the other other Jesus followers because the works of God will not be able to be contained. And if our response 
in all of this to the invite from Jesus to go into the deep. Is that your word, Lord? That's your word. I'll go wherever you're calling me. I'll do whatever you ask of me. That's your word. I'll trust you. I'll do whatever it is that you have. And he will do exceedingly and abundantly more than you and I could ever ask or imagine. Because Jesus desires to call us into the deep. And he desires to enable us to do things that we could not do on our own. And he desires to do work in us and do work through us. Friends, my hope tonight is that you would leave here feeling encouraged. That you would leave here tonight and that after hearing some words from an idiot up here, that you would feel in your soul that Jesus is calling you into the deep. And that if you respond, and you say, here I am, Lord. Here I am. And that's your word. I'll go wherever you're calling me. Then he'll do an exceedingly and abundantly more than you and I could ever hope or dream. Would you guys pray with me tonight? Jesus, thanks so much that in your word, Lord, that you call us. That in your word, Lord, that you say that you will do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ever ask or imagine. Lord, I pray right now that your Holy Spirit would move and work in our hearts and minds and spirits and souls. That we would follow you into the deep to wherever you're calling us. And that you would give us enough courage and enough trust to just follow you and leave everything else. Because Jesus, you are far greater than anything we could have ever hoped for or dreamed for. Father God, we thank you for your love. We thank you that you hold us and lead us and guide us. Thank you for a wonderful night together, Lord. Would you give us enough courage to follow you? Holy Spirit, would you have your way in our lives? In Jesus' name, everybody say, amen.